This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and happy Halloween from the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. Happy Halloween, Jared. Wow, happy Halloween to you. This is such a special day on a Sunday. I know. So exciting. Halloween on a Sunday. I kind of like it. I love it. Um, Halloween is such a fun holiday. Love Halloween. Love Show it. your personality, get into it. There's always events like it's sexy, like it totally. is. It's um, yeah. And if you, you know, if the person you're, I I have this thought that if the person you're trying to hook up with isn't doing it on Halloween, you're exactly. not hooking up. You know, like it's like New Year's. <laughs> it's They're a, not trying to see you on Halloween. They're not trying to see you ever. Yeah, I think this is, uh, you got to readjust. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm a huge Halloween fan. I, I actually go on stage every Halloween dressed as something. I so, remember. Yeah. What are you going is, as this year? Um, I don't want to ruin the show. I, I guess I'm not. Today's the day, or I probably yeah. have already worn it. I think I'm going to do a charcuterie board. Uh, I love that. <laughs> How are you going to do it? Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it, you know, got to stay within the brand. Um, so... I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm just excited. You get a charcuterie. <laughs> you yell on. at yourself. Well, I yeah, I have to. I'm gonna rate myself, and then I I just love the idea of a charcuterie on uh, a charcuterie on stage, being like so dating, right? Like I always go on stage in the costume, and no one in the crowd is into it because the people that go to a comedy show on Halloween, they're like, we just want to get away from Halloween, and then I show up as the fucking Halloween parade, and they're like, ugh. God, it's not funny. They just you want nothing to. to do. You got to do you it. You have to. I mean, I've been a I lion, a chicken. I've been This pods. is a little more interesting. I like it. Thank you. I'm excited to see how you pull it off. I'm going to try my best. Uh, what are you going to dress as? So Mike's friends are having like a, uh, a Halloween apartment gathering mm. and the theme is Vegas. Oh, a theme. So the whole party is going to be in theme. Yeah. I is like it, a themed costume I, party because you, I love you give this. a little more direction. Yeah. yeah, and you can see how everyone interpreted the theme. Totally. So I, I mean, I can share it because we've pre-recorded and I've already worn it. Mm. Um, I'm going to be a boxer, or I was oh, a boxer. Oh, boxing little, vague is a little off the topic, but on the topic, like that's where the prize fights happen in Vegas. Exactly. I love that. And what's Mike's what's gonna Mike going to be? Gonna be? Your He's manager, be like the Don okay, King, so a, is that the guy with the hair? Yeah, that's who he's going to be. I love it. Oh, this <laughs> yes. is great! Hold on. Was, I didn't know. I had no idea who that was. I had no idea who it was, and he was. This was actually his idea, which I was very impressed by because he's usually like I'm usually the one being like trying to push him into annoying costume ideas. Sure, um, <laughs> but this one was his idea, and I was like kind of into it. Well, I love it because it's unexpected, um, and also the people who get it will love it. Like I got it. So I'm like excited right. by it. Like you're going to see a lot of men 
at the party be think it's a great costume couple's costume they're gonna like love that's it. the thing no yeah. one i know is gonna have any idea what's going on but i yeah. you know i i it's a it's a great excuse to wear crop top so yeah um, this is great and don <laughs> king is kind of an easy guy to dress as he's got the big hair um jewelry jewelry and he he's always dressed in the american flag for some reason he's just a character so it's like a fun character to kind of play yeah, he's excited about it. I still don't know who that is, but you, um, you gotta. Well, I'm, just, uh, I'm into the boxer look. So a, a simple Google yeah. could help you, but I. Uh, <laughs> so, there we go. Um, no, but I, I think Halloween is just such a fun, I, I great night. It is a, I love a Sunday Halloween just because it like, you know, you could do it on Saturday, you could do it on Friday, and feel like you're a part of it, or you could be a real, you know alcoholic and go for it on sunday like you know those are gonna be the real right. partiers i like i really like the sunday halloween too because it's less like it's always awkward when like halloween is like let's say like a thursday or friday and then people are dressing Ugh. up all weekend and it's like halloween is over i'm over like the costumes yeah. but sunday it's like you can do the whole the better to have like the build up to halloween with the costumes all weekend and then sunday it's like over and totally but, like, also you're still it's the day <laughs> Yes, I, I, I totally agree. The, yeah, sometimes it's on a Tuesday, and that's horrible, right. too. So, like, both weekends get kind of used as it. And it's awkward, what, yeah. Yeah, whenever there's no buildup to it or it's an awkward day, it is the, the social equivalent of wearing a jacket over your costume. Like that, exactly. like, remember growing up, it'd be like a cold night. Your mom's like, you're wearing your yes. jacket. You're like, no, I'm a ghostbuster. No they didn't wear jackets. <laughs> right so. it's ruining the whole vibe so i think sunday this this is gonna be a good halloween i'm excited i'm excited to see your costume i've it's already common. i've already seen it at this point <laughs> yes sure. you've seen it so what are we talking oh also by the way happy halloween get your halloween uh tickets to the live you up that is a good halloween day gift so you up we're having a live show add a red flag deal breaker we're breaking down we're doing dating app profile makeovers, uh, fuck boy or nah, we, audience questions, betches.co slash youuplive21, and it is on Wednesday, December 8th. Get those tickets right now. It's selling out. They're, they're flying off the shelves, so to speak. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. What are we talking about today, Jordana? We're talking about can you set your standards too soon? I feel like we briefly covered this before, but this is like a slightly different scenario. So I thought it, I think it'd be an interesting one to discuss. I think it works. Let, let's just get right into it. You, you ready? Let's do it. All right. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Go for it. You go for it. All right. Hey, J&J. Love you guys. Can't thank you enough for the lols and the thought of uh, provoking road trip conversations. I need your wisdom and tough love on this unfortunate dating sitch. Let me start my email off by saying that I recognize this isn't some wild scenario. However, there are parts to what has happened with me and the guy I was seeing that I wanted both of your insights on. Background, I am a 27-year-old female who was dating a 33-year-old male. We met on Hinge way back in the beginning of the pandemic, never met up. He asked to grab (laughs) drinks a few times. It's always how the great stories, love stories start. (laughs) We Uh, never met up. Never never saw each other. Yeah. (laughs) He asked to grab drinks a few times, but I was starting to see someone else, so it didn't go anywhere. He then found me on Instagram a month or so later and would randomly reply to my stories throughout the year. It wasn't until this past Memorial Day that we had our first date. We had matched again on Hinge at this point, and it went great. Now, there were definitely some red flags I ignored in the beginning. One, he has read the book Attached that Jordana has referred to. It's always a a red flag when someone uh, has read something that I've suggested. Yeah, well, she she says it was a green flag. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Um, He has read the book Attached that Jordana has referred to. Green flag, but it's a self-proclaimed avoidant dater red flag (laughs) i didn't think too much about it because i love that he was self-aware and it seemed like he was doing the work recognizing that he has some issues with dating and getting there to something serious i feel that Mm -hmm. he also has had some anxiety struggles like he took time off from work early in his career i see books throughout his apartment about anxiety his siblings have it to an extreme he's on a a good bit of medication, etc. Now I'm on Lexapro and I'm the first to hype it to everyone I know 
as I genuinely believe it has improved my life, but it's clear he's on a more robust and strict regimen. Lexapro, I believe, is an antidepressant. Mm. Um, anyway, the months go on. We're going on about two dates a week and hook up after about four of them. I'm getting excited at this point. We've already gone probably on about 15 dates. We have similar humor, interests, sex is good, and just generally having a good time together. Mentioned things like he was excited to meet my dad and brother when we do X, Y, Z, the usual we're getting serious type of conversations. After some end of the summer trips and overall bad timing, we started seeing each other less, texting probably two to three times per week. We were never texting every day and things felt a bit off. Started to feel like he wanted to keep distance. Anyway, we hung out last night and it was great as usual. Made dinner, went in his hot tub, all fun things. Love it. Going in, I knew I was at the point where if he didn't, feel this was going somewhere i needed to move on to me the situation felt really obvious i brought it up and it didn't go as i expected (laughs) (laughs) i told him that i liked him a lot and have felt confused and bummed about how his lack of communication and that i felt that he was keeping me at a distance he was like yeah i know what you're saying i've always been super indecisive with dating i'm awful at it i go back and forth and definitely tend to keep things in the gray area I was like, I can sense that, that, but I feel like it's reaching a point where I want to get to know you more and see if we actually have something worth pursuing. I'm just in a place where I'm looking for something more serious. I'd love for it to be with you, but I also want to be with someone who is psyched to be with me and I them. He goes, I know I feel kind of put on the spot, which is totally not your fault. This is the elephant in the room and this combo is necessary and I'll like, and I'll likely need time to process. If I'm being honest at this moment, I don't think I see it getting more serious, but I don't know. I really like you. And we do have a lot of fun together. Like tonight was so fun. I don't know. And I'm like, uh, uh, clenched Cl- teeth, smiley face, I guess. Yeah, right? clenched teeth emoji. Yeah, cl- clenched teeth emoji. Well, I'm not going to convince somebody to date me. I then asked what he was looking for, uh, what he was looking for really, or when he thinks he'd know. And he was saying that he would know, he would just know, but also <laughs> has been talking to his therapist a lot about the whole, you get what you give. It's honestly just so clear that he has unattainable self-sabotaging vision of a girl in his head that can't realistically exist. Or I don't know, maybe I'm just a little butthurt, but it sucks because I know we had something special. All in all, I'm glad I own my standard, but I have to ask, what the living fuck? I have dealt with plenty of guys who are clearly not looking for anything serious, but to me, there are more obvious signs. No quote-unquote real dates, late late night you up texts, but that was never our relationship. It's been fun dates at restaurants and good conversation. I can't help but feel like if I had waited it out, he would have gotten there. My main question is, is it possible for a self-described avoidant dater or anyone really to not know what they want, uh, what they want to start getting serious three months in versus six months in? If I didn't own my standard and what I wanted, would the outcome have been any different? Is there such a thing as standard setting too early? I'm proud of myself for asking for what I want and know I deserve. I'm just struggling to understand his perspective. Help us this out. Sincerely, spooked by standards. Love the spooked sign off. Very Halloweeny. Very Halloweeny. Um, I like the email. It's a good scenario to talk about. Um, do you have any initial thoughts, Jordana? Um, I think it's it's a it's a good question. It reminds me, I think, of like other similar questions we've we've answered before and i feel like i understand where she's coming from on this one too where she's like you know you kind of like follow the advice and then you're like oh i'm alone now 
<laughs> and then you know what I mean where you're like yeah. okay I said I did the thing I was supposed to do and I did the right thing but mm-hmm. now I feel like if, shitty and like that's is kind of usually what happens when you do the right thing you feel shitty yeah. for a little bit after and it takes like a bit for you to fully see the reward totally diet and exercise takes a while you know right it's uh it's it's tough and I get why she's second guessing herself I do too because you're sitting here lonely and you're like well if I just kept with it, I don't believe anything would have been different. It just would have taken a longer time to get to where you got to. The whole avoidant and because he's like knows the languaging that speaks to women specifically, like right. that to me is holding you back because you're like, well, he knew what was wrong and now maybe he'll fix it and he'll fix it with me. And it's like, no, he ain't. I mean, you even said it. You want someone as psyched to be with you as you are with them. And he doesn't sound so psyched. To me, that should be a turnoff. I would be less confused and more turned off if it were me. I'd be like, oh, you're not even like pumped to like see about the next step. I would say the one thing that speaks to me in this is you're asking someone what they want when he's getting exactly what he wants. I would ask myself what do i want like and it seems she said she wants someone who's excited to be with her and i i but it didn't really like there was no like tangible thing that she wanted is was my thought on this like i was like i when she talks about the you know to me what she wants is to know that it's going somewhere where like hey she wants yeah I don't know. Like if I said, if she said, Hey, like I want to be in a committed relationship where there's no, you know, I don't know. She, I don't know if she really ever says that. I'm not blaming her as much as I'm just saying like, you know, I don't think she gave her standards too soon. I think, but you know, this guy sat there. I I think what, what confuses her now and why she's like kind of looking back on it, like, and she's, given us a very a very like (laughs) she remembered everything he said she gave us some quotes it was as if you know he wrote them down for her texted it to everyone that she knew afterwards yeah Yeah, and i can but like all of his answers dance around this thing of like i like you but i'm just doing this like he hasn't even it sounds like a guy who hasn't thought of like you have you passed the next date well, he does sound like a guy who might realize that he has some issues in dating, right? He says he said his part his apartment is littered with self help books. Sure, he says he's avoidant. Fine, like I don't think any of that necessarily. I think it, again, we spend so much time and effort and like mental energy trying to think like why doesn't he want to date me and like what what could I have done differently and how could I have changed and should I have asked him two months later or should I have just waited it out and like. At the end of the day, I totally agree with you. Like, if she, it would have been the same three months later. You just would have wasted three more le- months of your life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it doesn't, ma- the reason at the end of the day doesn't matter because it's not about you to, like, figure out for them. Like, all, the only thing you really need to know is that they're not in the same place as you and can't give you what you want. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. 
I love Lee denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. On top of it, she asks, like, she says, well, it wasn't you up text. It was actual dates at restaurants that I could go on dates at restaurants with someone and be physical with someone that I enjoy but won't don't see more of a future with. So what's the point for you? I mean, I could do that. Like, I agree. What's <laughs> the, I'm, I, like the point of those is, you know, I guess the point of that for me and for this guy would be. I want to be around someone I like and enjoy and enjoy my time. Like I'm not, you know, I, I guess. So you don't like them enough to like want to be I with get, them. Exclusively? I don't know. I, I, it's an interesting thing. Like you're like, I just want to go out and have a good time with someone and you do that. And then you go, what does this all mean? And you, you, I have had that thought. I'm like, what am I even doing on this date? You know what I mean? Right. Like, but then it's like, should I just sit in my house and like do nothing? Like, you know, and also maybe going on that date and having, you know, a time with them is part of figuring out if they're the right person for you. But you're saying you could continue doing that even after you know you don't want to date them. I could. I, uh, you know. But you're saying at this point you wouldn't probably. I would or hope I would. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would do it, but that, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, I, I don't know. I think, I don't think, again, like you're asking me now and I've never even thought of that. Like, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I don't think this guy's thinking of it. Like, I think he's thinking of it. He's going day so, to day. I wonder if it would be, if a woman, not, obviously there are many women who can date casually and don't want that, but I wonder, I wonder if like, you were like 
a divorced mom in your 40s if it would just be like fun to date like that as a woman i'm sure it would like if you were not interested like if it, you had just had no time bound thoughts or like need to well what if what I if wonder- i what if you went on a date with a guy and he was like i never see myself getting married this is it i'm gonna go and go to work every day and i'm gonna go out and dinners with women that enjoy my company but i will never get married like would you even go like on the day guy isn't for me now yeah so i mean yeah i don't know i mean, maybe if i were in a different place in my life and i were dating maybe if i were like had already been married or you know like i had was not looking to have kids or get married like i might not care i think what this person has to realize is that there's a lot of guys doing purposeless dating which is annoying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. You know, that's I, like that's like the wolf in sheep's clothing for a lot of women. It's not mm-hmm. like the guy who's like secretly some like psychopath. It's mostly mm-hmm. guys who are just like mindlessly dating, I think. Yeah. And you know, I can, you know, as we're having this conversation, I'm like, yeah, that is annoying. I I I guess what is this all worth? I I what is it all for? You know, what are you looking for? Well, imagine you're a boss and you're like the boss of a company and you're interviewing people for a role. And then you like offer someone the job and they're like, I was just kind of interviewing for fun. Like, I just thought it'd be fun to like see what else was out there. You kind of be like, well, you're wasting my time. This is annoying. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. um, Yeah, it's the difference between like meeting in a bar and going on a date. You know, like, why go on a date? You know, why, as opposed to just being out. And, you know, I think for the, you know, the ages make sense to me for this guy. When she says he's 33, right? I'm 27, Mm -hmm. he's 33. You know, a 33-year-old guy, like, the group is gone. What else is he going to do on a Thursday night? You know, like, it's like, I, I think that's part of it. (laughs) you know like what else am i into here you know so but you said but i think what you say a lot is like he's if he met the one he'd be like down but that's not all that's not doesn't have to be the only reason totally but i also think that when she says like hey um what are we thinking here you know you know and he goes nothing that is a sign to you that he's not even considering the consequence and the growth of what is going on between you and him. You know, mm-hmm. and which should be a turnoff. Which think, that's that's the thing. Like, are you confused by that? Or are you turned off by that? Like, what's confusing? You know, the I guess why would he keep going on the dates? Because he's a lonely guy who just likes having you know, and he's attracted to you, but he's not even thinking of marriage. Like. I don't know. Right. It's it's well, an admission to his his goals and why he he might read these books, but has he connected his avoidant thing to like? Does he even want to get to the next level with someone, or is right. he just reading a book to get you know an excuse for why he doesn't want to get married? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not really your. Pro- it's not like this girl's problem that she needs to figure it out. All she needs to know is that he's not doing what she needs him to do. But I also think that like you said something interesting. Is like is she confused or is she turned off? Yeah, and I think the big. I think the big differentiator in how you react to that scenario or what he's saying 
is like your confidence level and your confidence that you'll meet someone who is, you know, who does want is excited to be in a relationship with you and does really want that. And I think that like the more you fully believe that you're someone who's worthy of being with someone who is excited to be with them and who feels that they deserve that, the more confused will turn into turn off turned off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I agree with that completely. Like, I, and this this does become a confidence thing of like, who's the next person to come around? Will that excited person come? And we're both saying, yeah, it's gonna come. Like, right. You, you just know. have to like be confident that you can find that person. Which I get. I can see how dating a lot of having a lot of dating scenarios like this would shake one's confidence in that idea. You know? Yeah. Where they're I, like, I felt like I got close with someone that I was into, and then they pulled away or they said this shit like this that I'm just kind of like here and I don't know why. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it made me think of like dates that I've been on right now. Like I'm thinking about like, what was I doing there? You know, like what was the plan? What what was the, and I, listen, you're hearing the, and I, I think the listeners can, and you are seeing like, I don't know. I wish I had an answer for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm ten percent away from any guy you're probably seeing. I'm, 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 I'm closer to this guy than I want to even admit. Right. So I do well, kind of understand. Like when I'm put in the position to answer for him, I'm like, I don't know how to answer for him. You know, and that should show you how little he knows about himself. Right. Yeah, like, and I think I mean to relay some some wisdom from I remember having gone through one of these like three monther kind of situations and it ending in a similar way. And then talking to my therapist about it. And like, I remember him saying like, this is like good. This is like a good thing. You got mm-hmm. like three months in, you had a good time. You see what parts of this person you liked. Mm-hmm. You see what parts of this person you didn't like. And now you can go out into dating with more knowledge of like, and if next time you see someone who like has those qualities that you were kind of like a little bit like, oh, I don't know if this is like for me thing, you'll know that's quicker because you've already like, dated someone like this and you can take that knowledge it's three months of your life it's not six months of your life it's not six years of your life it's three months you had a fun time and if you can look at it in that way of like i had a good time i learned a little something about what i'm looking for and take that to the rest of your dating like then it wasn't like this failure of a thing it wasn't like oh i have to start again it's more like okay like i got more experience and now i can go out there a better dater totally and i think yeah, I, I totally agree with that mindset. It's harder to put into action than it is for us to say. Um, and it's like, you know, like if you're going to this guy for answers, like the way she's asking us, you're not going to get a good answer. Like, I mean, you can see it from me. I can't even give a good answer. Like, I, it's not like a game he's playing. Like, I don't even like. Also, like. The answer he, doesn't matter. The answer really, doesn't matter. You. And. The the sucky part is that you're in the position to like say to him, yeah, this isn't, you don't even want to be in this relationship. Like he doesn't even know that. Like he's just like going along and then he gets to a point where you go, what's going on here? And he goes, oh, whoa, whoa, we're doing something here? You know, like it's like, and you go, oh, you don't even want what I want. Like you both don't want the same thing is really my takeaway. Right, and it's a good thing you found that out earlier. Yeah, and waited another three months when you cared even more than you do right now. But he's never going to admit that. That's the problem. 
right. he's never gonna so he's gonna say to, he's gonna say I, I want to be married one day that's why I read the books and I want to be in a relationship and I want to be excited about the person I want you know and it's like yeah okay but why didn't you never admit to yourself that this wasn't that right you know and like that's on him let him figure it out I think like yeah. you did yourself a huge favor by finding this out for your own time, for your own space. And you can look back on it as like, so this is like a fun, I had a fun time. Totally. And I think that that's also another tendency of ours. We look on back on these things and you're like, well, this was a huge failure. And I think if you can change your mindset on these things, where like, if it doesn't work out, it's not like, well, now I got to go back on the apps and start <laughs> dating again. And you change it to like, well, that was fun. Yeah. But like, and now it's and obviously, like you said, a lot easier to, to say than actually do but like that's how i like now that i'm in a totally different place and i look back on those things i'm like well that was fun yeah like good it, thing like I, it, and that really when you have more respect that really those are just fun three monthers better like for thing. it i get it yeah for sure listen we solved dating again jordana didn't we look at us and we know it all we know it all <laughs> we bunch of know-it-alls uh listen Go, go, go. Get tickets to the U Up Live December 8th. It's a Wednesday night. Get the group chat involved um, and share these episodes. These are our, like little tidbit episodes that are fun to share to the group chat. If you know someone going through something similar and they're dealing with a guy who's on dates just to go on dates, this might be a good one to show them. So send it to all the guys who are going on dates just to go on dates. Those pieces of shit. Uh, and we'll be back on Wednesday. Exactly. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.